what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot the Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening to... You are listening to... You are listening to... Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Hey, yeah. Hello, welcome to Broken But Glorious. I'm Chris Lafford. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the Seagull Prince of Pro Wrestling Podcasting. Nick Davey? Good evening. You well? Yep, I'm very well. Uh, good trip to Athens uh, with a good win. Um, so yeah, qualify qualification secured. So okay. happy football wise and yeah, happy wrestling wise. Is it warm? It hasn't been warm in England. Yeah, not not to make you yourself and the <laughs> English listener or anywhere else in Europe, but other European uh, <laughs> jealous. But yeah, it was literally on the Friday, twenty degrees, walking around in t-shirt and shorts. Got back well Friday night, freezing. But yeah, Saturday then it was <laughs> one one degree, zero degrees here, and uh, yeah, went to watch local. Uh, went for a walk on Saturday, and yeah, yeah absolutely shivering, even with like a jumper, thick coat on. Yeah. But yeah, so a lot hotter out there. Very, really lovely weather. Oh, yeah, it's just what we need. Can we just have one day sun? Just, just, oh. <laughs> yeah, so I have to ride my bike at stupid o'clock in the morning to work, and it's cold. <laughs> it seems like a genius idea. It feels slightly warmer, <laughs> but minus one, I think, if it's been raining. I was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's when it's not really play. It's all good doing. Well, the thing is, then in the summer, obviously, you try and do your exercises early and stuff because it gets just too hot in the afternoon. Yeah, but yeah, the thought of even exercise in the winter morning. That's my brother's bad. If you do a twenty-five mile round trip on the bike, you probably won't need to go to the gym very often. I was like, that's a good, idea. good thing. <laughs> no, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nothing else wrestling-wise. You, before we get into our main subject, um, quite like the se- segment on SmackDown this week with Randy Orton joining uh, joining SmackDown, obviously yeah. uh, as the free agent. I quite like the fact that with the general managers now, with that trying to get wrestlers, the fact they don't just like automatically go to a brand just for. I like, I like the fact there was a bit of logic to it. Well, he wasn't in the draft, so he's a free agent. Yeah. Um, so it's up to him. Was it MVP did a very good story like years ago when both brands were trying to get him, even though nobody had heard of him? <laughs> it was, it was I think so, yeah. yeah. That would be really good. Yeah. yeah. So, off the, our main topic of today, we're going to do our Mount Rushmore of 2023. This doesn't just have to be a wrestler, it can be anyone involved in the wrestling. He's had the biggest influence on the industry in the last year. Like I said, we decided to do this at lunchtime, and my form has changed so many times. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to do your one first? Yeah. Um, so I've got, I've got, I've got, I, I, I've got four rounds. So I'll do one, then you do one, because there's four, right? Four each. Four each, yeah. So. Yeah, I've got for that. Um, yeah, I'll go for my first one. My first, I've tried to do sort of two WWE and two non-WWE. Um 
but there has been a lot of scribbles. So, <laughs> but I'll go for the first one I'll put it in because he's sort of wrestled across various promotions. But I'm still going to go for Will Ospreay. I probably say this every Ooh. year. But, um, yeah, no, I think um, just even dating back to the start of the calendar year with the match against Kenny Omega, which people are still dubbing as match of the year from, from Wrestle Kingdom uh, right back in January. Um, and then so obviously... Um, Obviously, yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I'll be honest, I don't really follow New Japan wrestling religiously, but from understand, doing great work and obviously honouring up his New Japan contract. Um, very recently doing some nice stuff in, um, in, well, in Impact, soon to be TNA again, um, with Josh Alexander, mainly as, as the main event on a, on an Impact taping, and obviously a very good match with Mike Bailey. So, mm. done some good work in Impact. And then obviously, mate, uh, yeah, uh, in AEW as well, again with the match with Omega at, um, Forbidden Door, brilliant. I loved it, loved his program with, Jer- with Jericho as well. So I just think, yeah, for, for Will Ospreay again, he, and then I think the fact that the, um, obviously the announcement of the buzz of, the, obviously announcing his, his move into AEW, um, generating a lot of buzz with that. I just <laughs> think, I think with Ospreay, it just seemed like a no-brainer of all of the promotions he's been in. Um, and, yeah, really excited to see what 2024 will hold for him. Yeah, um, Joel's mainly most excited that he's an AEW. That means he'll get a figure. At least Joel can get a figure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, they do time it, mate. They could get a figure out for when he, about when he signs, get it out on January, February. So. I don't, I don't know how long these concepts, art and stuff work takes, but yeah, that would be a perfect time to get it out. Yeah, cause he has got a figure, but it's a New Japan figure, so over here they're about 50 quid each, plus posters and packages. <laughs> yeah, uh, my first one, I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley. I think she's just had an incredible 2023 head and shoulders above any other female competitor, I think. Um, yeah, let me just yeah, let me just go back to the, that classic with Charlotte at WrestleMania, and even that yeah, her match with Zelina Vega was really good. That backlash and um, uh, that fatal five way at the crown jewel. But yeah, I think she's yeah, she's just dominated, and I think her partnership because I I was thinking about Dominic Mysterio because I think he's just had a boss year. <laughs> just how just how he's got gone from. That kid, we all groaned up three three years ago. So mm-hmm. he he's the most hated heel on the roster, <laughs> and he's just getting better and better and better. Yeah, but um, yeah, Rhea Ripley, I think should be should be in the top foot uh, on there. Just not only a uh, in ring work, but I think and even when she's managing Dominic or she she's doing bloodline backstage segments, I just think yeah, like must watch whatever Ripley's doing that week. Especially that one, I like. I like the one she did with uh, Orton on Super Bowl this week, where it's like Daddy's home. I was like, <laughs> but that's really good. Yeah, no, that was last. Yeah, last week that was a great segment. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I needed to get the the the, the change of the four has been mainly around. I need, I need to get Ripley in here. So which male wrestler does get to get with her? So, so. But yeah, she's my first pick. I think she's been amazing. So. Yeah, she just didn't. She was very close to mine, but just didn't. I, I, I do agree, though. She is head and she has been head and so above um, certainly wrestlers in WWE, women female wrestlers in WWE. She has been the complete standout for sure uh, this calendar year. But um, yeah, I just couldn't squeeze her on. Um, 
I'll go to my um uh, my next one. Um, now I've I've changed this. This is where I'm really stuck because there's been so many sort of over ones, but I'm going to have to stay. stay. I know it's a bit of a bore. Well, you could argue boring, <laughs> safe pick, but uh, Cody Rhodes. I just think um, he again, was on mine. I just thought he had a better 2022, but yeah, he did. But I just think he's carried on that momentum from 2022. Don't forget as well, missing half of 2022 as well. Um, came back and the fact that he managed to resume and then still is still being this ultimate over babyface is quite incredible. I think this is where I think it gets a bit more with me where I'm doing it. But the fact that the build up to WrestleMania, we we we've never seen someone so over. It, I like oh. it, so to speak. You had you had a def, you had literally had your your next, well, your next John Cena, your Rock, whatever you there in the waiting as the next workhorse babyface that was, yeah, legitimately over in every crowd in front of, um, winning the Rumble, great moments, um, all built to WrestleMania was superb with some great promo work, um, and then the match itself at WrestleMania, great. Sadly, obviously, didn't win. Obviously, I know it, it, again. That, that's a debate in itself. Should he have won? People still saying yes. People saying oh, I'm happy to wait until forty. Um, who, who knows? But um, but then also as well after that, that could have really got, especially like how much of a shambles the night after WrestleMania was. That could have really, really completely derailed every, absolutely everything about Cody. It could have. We've seen it in WWE in the past when you've had someone and you've sort of dropped the ball with them. That could have really been that. Generally, could have been the moment. But nope, he's carried on. Great feud with Brock. Um, obviously loving the stuff with um, with Jey Uso as the tag team and Raw we've sort of seen hints already again getting the feud with the bloodline again for next year uh, great bit of programming with Judgment Day so I just think Cody I think above all the, we could name all his accolades this year and how great some of his matches have been how over is but I think the fact that he's managed to remain the top babyface given how many actually well over babyfaces WWE have got in the company right now yeah. is just testament to him I think so yeah for me Cody Rhodes had to be just had to be on there I mean yeah there was many people that I think would des- deservedly could be on the, 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 the four but uh, for me Cody just simply has to be on there yeah, as I said, I, <clears throat> he was on my list, but he, he fell off because I was just like, oh, you know, he's a 2022. He had a brilliant 2022. He's had a good 2023. You can't really argue that he hasn't had a good 2023, but yeah. And see, seeing his entrance live and see it saying, oh, it's. Yeah. I saw, I saw him in Liverpool earlier this year. Yeah. in class. That was a great match. My next one, I'm going to go with. Ooh, I don't know who to go because I don't want to pick one of yours. <laughs> um. Um. I'm torn because I want to put Jey Uso on the list, but then he's, he's I, I bumped him off earlier <laughs> again. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Orange Cassidy. I think I think he's 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 no longer the joke of the club. I think him having this Intercontinental Champion, International Championship, has put him at another level. I think people, it's making Dynamite, like, must, must watch at the moment. We've had, and he's just had Banger, Banger. He, put, he defended the belts against, like, Lee Mariotti, Big Bill, Yellow Luther, Jesus, uh, <laughs> Andido, Jeff Jarrett, Billy Matthews, those those people. Um, and, but he puts on like the, like the best technical match of the show, but he still does it in an Orange Cassidy way. He still puts his arms in the hands in his pockets. But 
there seems to be an extra level of intensity with him, which I'm really, really loving at the moment. So it's been, I think, it has been, a, it's been, it's been, it's not that he hasn't been unpopular for since, especially 20, was it 2019 before he first? He got known over here in Britain when he was in the uh, Double or Nothing Battle Royal. But I think, yeah, I think there's been a, a groundswell of support for him. But I think this year, how he's been defending this title, him coming out injured, still winning, get more injured, still winning. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I think that he deserves to be on the list. For me. And, yeah, it's both my kid's favourite wrestler as well, still. <laughs> Yeah, I love him. I still love him. I think, yeah, it, it really could. It's hard to think. Well, I think when it started, everyone just thought it was going to be a jokey gimmick that would wear off. And, yeah. I thought it was a gimmick that works really well on the indies because you only, if you're, you're, your local indie only puts on four or five shows a year, you only see it four or five times a year. Yeah, so exactly. I don't yeah. know how it would translate to TV, but yeah, he's done amazing with it. He has tweak, yeah. tweak it. He can't just be the comedy slouch he is on the indies. But. But he's, yeah, the way he's made it good for TV is, yeah, it's just credit to him. I think he's amazing. Exactly. No, couldn't agree more. Um, yeah, my next one, again, it could, you could say it's a bit of a safe pick and easy out, but it really isn't. Um, MJF. Yes. I just think, um, I think with MJF, obviously, one holding the belt for a full <laughs> calendar year and for people, certainly like me, not to really, well, for me, it's not the case of when someone holds on for a belt for that length of time. You're like, you're desperate almost to see them drop it for another storyline or what have you. But whilst I wouldn't have minded if he did lose to Jay White, um, I, I still had delighted he kept hold of the belt. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, loving MJF's work this year. Obviously, with the heel, heelish work as he was, but the fact mm-hmm. he's managed to transition into a over... Well, obviously, one of the biggest baby faces in the company now, but still... You would have said at the end of this time last year that yeah, and yeah, be the biggest baby face in the wrestling. <laughs> we would you would have said I was pretty drunk if I'd come on. Absolutely, but <laughs> he's, I think the whole stuff with Adam Cole was absolutely has been a, a credit, and that's a credit to both of them, not just MJF. But um, yeah, I think the whole the whole um, the fact they managed to obviously as well, which was more impressive as well. They managed to keep uh, managed to get a good storyline going that kept. Oh, you're going to say that they managed to get double clothesline over as a finish. <laughs> well, that uh, eighty thousand people in Wembley as well coming <laughs> in and having having obviously a lot of casual eyes on that. You could say when they're there, the fact that everyone was proper invested in the stadium for that match as well for the whole storyline. In fact, um, I just think it's been great, and then. Yeah, I I just think yeah, his work. He's going from he's actually managed to well, get better. I know he's st- it's still frightening how young he actually is, but um, I think he was twenty. Has he just turned twenty seven? I think he's stupidly young. <laughs> he is very young. well. Obviously, we don't know as well what's going to happen with his contract. There's some reports that apparently he has secretly signed a new deal with AW to twenty twenty six. I was hearing. Um, some people report saying he, he probably still will be WWE bound next year, but who knows? Um, obviously, he always makes reference to the bid in War of 2024. <laughs> um, but who knows? But yeah, MJF, again, like Cody, I just think uh, for other reasons, but I think he just had to make a top, he had to make the top four. Definitely, yeah. He was, he was the one I was about to say then, who's, but I thought you might have been on your list, so I thought I'd try it. Uh, no, yeah, um. <laughs> so, yeah, he, yeah he's, he was on my list all day. I was like, I was like, MJF, Rhea Ripley, have to be there. 
yeah, he's been amazing. He's, I've, I've, I've liked I've liked him for years. Before, when I was really into MLW, like 2017, 2018, he was like the best thing about MLW every week. Yeah. And that was when he was like 22, 23. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely on my list. Um, oh, mm. I'm, do it. I'm gonna go with Jay. So I think he's just the way he's come. I've loved the transition of him being the re- reluctant member of the, the bloodline to being the the one that was like all ba- not ba- based around, but he's the one who's holding it together because it's like his family. To yeah, feud with yeah, I think with Sammy and then going with Roman and oh, yeah, oh, I just I just think that's been I'm not saying he it's probably going to get in most people's top tens Jey Uso this year, but I think again if you would have told me 18 months ago that Jey Uso would be one of the best of the top baby faces, I'd be like, oh, she's a tag team wrestler, he's a great tag team wrestler, but and yeah, I'll I'm just really looking forward. I'm, I'm still convinced he's the one who's going to take the title off Roman. Maybe he yeah, said this last year as well. I'm still convinced this uh, hasn't happened yet. He hasn't lost the title. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I still think they're going to ha- somehow make it a triple threat at WrestleMania. I think it's going to be Cody versus Jay versus Roman. Oh, that's my pick. I know with that. But that's, I know we're still a month away from our far too early WrestleMania predictions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's my predictions for the main event. Um, I don't know how they're going to get them both in there, but. Yeah, I don't know. You could have one of them win the rumbles, and then somehow, I don't know. It, it's, it's wrestling. You can just it's, they both fall out at the same time, and <laughs> yeah, it's happened in the past. It's what should have instead, instead of having Vince Man come out, the show just goes off the air. <laughs> yeah, just two thousand and nineteen ninety four when Lex Luger and Bret Hart both won. There's no such thing as twenty of uh, triple threats back then. So the they had to because they went against Lex Luger first, and then the winner of that took on Brett later in the night. So, <laughs> but imagine that was a triple threat. That was weird. <laughs> but yeah, Jay is always. As I said he's my favourite wrestler at the moment. He has to be on the on my Mount Rushmore. Yeah, he was very very close to to getting on mine. I have to say. Um... Uh, there was there, there's a few. I'll, I'll quickly go my honorary list before I get into my. Well, I'll, there, do, so. I'll do some as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, Jay Uso, Rhea Ripley. I know you said Rhea Ripley. Um, uh, Orange Cassidy as well. They were generally all honorary list people. Um, Sami Zayn as well, another honorary. Now it came down to um, it, it. Drew McIntyre as well, just for recent development. But now it came down to two uh, yeah. between LA Knight and Gunther. Yes, uh, uh, Gunther's got on my list. He's my last pick. Yeah. LA Knight, of course, he should have been on my list. Oh. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if Gunther is your last one, I'll, I will say LA Knight. Um, I'll go for LA Knight. Um, it was. It really was a tough one between him and Gunther because Gunther's work with the IC belt has been absolutely incredible. But yeah. LA Knight, I think more with LA Knight, I like to always do this with wrestlers of where they were <laughs> last year um, or, and to where they are this year. Um, Being told he's too old, have this crap, <laughs> crap manager. I, I also forgot to say Seth Rollins as well, because oh, yeah. He, yeah, he's been world-class as well this year. But LA Knight, I think, yeah, someone who, I know it obviously does help the fact that with the change at the top in terms of, um, of booking-wise, but... I mean, yeah, it, it, obviously when we saw his great work in NXT, 
um, which was obviously a bit over. Uh, we always thought, yeah, he's going to be a solid person probably on the main roster. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's just elevated it to another level this year. Whilst it's all well and good, a character being over, the, 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 there, there's a lot of emphasis on that rest. You can obviously have a catchphrase that's over and you can be, but you've got to run with it. You've got to remain over. And, yeah, he knows how to work a, a good pumped up crowd LA night, which I think's something that not obviously a lot of wrestlers do, do have. Um, I think he's still got a bit of, I think the biggest challenge now for him is hopefully that, despite that, like we said with Cody, um, with how he sort of bounced back, I suppose, from <laughs> WrestleMania. I think now it's with LA Knight. I know they've already sort of slowly started the rebuilding process again. Um, and I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not actually too worried. I think they will get it right of him. I'd like to think, hopefully, I think I've said it on the show before that I think him versus Logan Paul at WrestleMania with LA Knight defrauding him just screams like an absolute no brainer at this sense, <laughs> at this, at this, at this moment in time. Um, but like I say, yeah, a great year. Obviously, a good start off with that feud with Bray. With Bray, uh, nice, obviously, nod as well with LA Knight did to that tribute to him. But and since then, I know he hasn't really had any particular stand out feud. But from someone, I mean, you only got to look at merchandise sales alone. The fact they actually refund when he was, uh, I think he was unwell for a SmackDown a, a month or two <laughs> ago, and they actually refunded um, audience. Um, the cost of the I tickets. I that, like, a couple of months ago, he was one, two, four, and five top t-shirt seller. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, I did see another updated one. I mean, I think Stone Cold's still in the top five. I think Stone Cold. Um, Cold's been in the top five lately. <laughs> oh God, yeah, the go. Um, but um, no, um, it is just yeah, quite incredible how far how 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 someone can. Almost changed again through no faults of his own, but just in terms of if a company does uh, run with something, what they, well, Sky can be the limit once you've got the crowd behind them as well. So no, um, I think yeah, great year, and I still think that they that for sure we are going to see LA Knight as as a world champion at one day. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Okay, I'll do my honorary mentions. I have I can have Kenny Omega on for a bit. Cause I think he's. He's, he's proven this year that he is the best belt machine. He's just had banger after banger after banger of matches. As I say he's had this match with Will Ospreay, as we mentioned, and then his match of the rematch of Fiddendor, I think. I think. Um, yeah, they had a rematch, it was amazing. Yeah, and then, yeah he's had, yeah, yeah against um, MGF, MGF, Moxley. Yeah, he's just had amazing matches. But really, I've really enjoyed this trio stuff this year with the books as well. Uh, Swerve Strickland was on my list as well. I think he's just, it's been out of break, a breakout year for him. I think he's will be, I think I'm convinced he'll be the person to dethrone MGF. Just hit while the iron's hot type thing. I think, he, yeah, he's been, and then a couple of matches he's had of Hangman. That last one, I've went back and watched it again, again, again. I love it. I think if that's not my match of the year, I don't know. I don't, I don't even like death matches, but I just, I thought it was so creative. And, it's so good. Um, Tony Storm, especially the last couple of months, I think she's been. Uh, I've I've loved the classic film star gimmick she's come out with. She's always been a great wrestler, and but yeah, now yeah. she's got this great character as well. I think that yeah. Um, um, who else was on my list? Oh yeah, I did say Dominic. Dominic was on my list. <laughs> I just wanted. To, I wanted to, so hard to get Dominic on. It's, I just think he's been so good this year. I think. I think I think he had the second. He's had 95 matches this year of WWE. It's like the second most 
I can't remember who was number one, but yeah, I think I think, I think yeah, I think I think you can put any of the Judgment Day in, and nobody would really argue. I think they've all, apart from Jaded and Madonna, but any of the, the main four. Um, and if I got any other any other honorary mentions, Ooh. Daniel Bryan's had a good year. <laughs> Bryan Daniels, that always does. Yeah, yeah but I don't know. How, yeah, he was on my list for a little bit, but. Yeah, I'm gonna to have to go Gunfire. He's made the Intercontinental title mean something. It's is that yeah, it's a match of that that match again at WrestleMania against Drew and Sheamus. <sighs> Loved it. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the matches I've got. I don't tend to go back and watch matches over and over again, but I've watched that over and over again. I love, really love that match. Um, I, I loved his the cla- uh, his matches of Gable. I've like I like the like the build up to that. Um, I, th- I just think how he's established the, the IC titles meant nothing for years and years and years. It used to be everybody's favourite title because that's the, the workhorse title. But then, then he stuff's throwing it on anyone. But I think. Yeah. Yeah, just what he's done. It isn't even the length of it. It's just that every match he has is a banger. You've got like a, a top level like working match out of The Miz. And <laughs> that the last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a, yeah. Matches against Butch and Champer and Zayn and oh. yeah, he's 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 my top. He'd be my number one if we were doing numbers. But yeah, so my four are Gunther, Orange Cassidy, Rhea Ripley. Oh God, who's the other one? Jey Uso. They've all had the best years in wrestling. I think yours were <laughs> Cody Rhodes. Uh, Cody Rhodes, MJF, yeah. um, uh, Will Ospreay, God, I'm putting this one out, and um, LA Knight. LA Knight. Yeah. I think that's a good eight. <laughs> Very good eight. <laughs> I think I'm round out. Yeah. No mentions for Roman, even though he's, he's had 11 matches this year, I think. <clears throat> it's, much, it's much of the much of Roman. I think, I, think we, I think we do have to mention him, just when people are like, oh, you didn't mention him. <laughs> He's had 11 matches, and he's got a very Roman style at the moment, and I think it's changed in the last few years. <laughs> so, so to have him, like, top of 20... 20, probably in, like, maybe 2021, he'd been top of the list, maybe. But, I don't know, I'm really enjoying this, this title of him. <laughs> I'm, I'm just wait, can't wait for Jay to take the title off him. <laughs> yeah, I, I think with Roman, I think it is what it is with Roman. We all know this by now, that he's not going to be there every week. He's not going to be wrestling every week. He's, but yeah, he is still probably the biggest box office draw they've kind, they've currently got in WWE, whether people like to admit that or not. Mm-hmm. It, it is true. Um, obviously, we know how great over the years the, st- the Bloodline storyline has been. Um, however, I do feel now, and I, w- I was just, I'm still in the mindset of it should have ended at WrestleMania 39. I'm prepared for it to end at WrestleMania 14, and I'm actually not saying it will at this stage because I don't actually trust WWE to uh, anymore. <laughs> um, but um, I, I think, yeah, it, it, we know how great he is. We know he's not going to be there every week. Does he deserve to be in a top four? Uh, but especially with, with, with talking about uh, we're going to other promotions as well. No, but um, yeah, he, he's still going to be 
he is always going to be a name that people are, and not just our podcast, when people do best wrestlers of the year, he is always going to be in discussions whether we like it or not, um, because of who he is. And, and as I say, that is because he is the most box office star. It's a bit like when Brock was, I suppose, when Brock came back to WWE in mm-hmm. sort of 2012, he was always in discussions at the end of the year when, albeit not having many matches, but how great were those matches, so to speak. So, yeah, definitely. Cool. And um, we're going to finish the show with our predictions for NXT deadline. I'm, I'm kind of liking the um, Iron Survivor challenge stipulation. Have they said how long the match is going to be? I, just, I always thought it was 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Don't, yeah. yeah, don't quote me on that. So, um, they are having the final qualifiers on NXT tonight. So all the three losers, I don't say the losers, the Guy, the, the losers from the <laughs> matches get like a second chance. In a fatal four ways tonight. So it's, uh, Carmelo Hayes, Eddie Thorpe, Joe Coffey, and Tyler Bates will wrestle tonight for the final shirt um, qualifying match. And Kira James, Roxanne Perez, Fallon Howley, Henley, Fallon Henley, Fallon Henley, and Thea Hale will get it for the women's one. So, but. Yeah, shall we go through the other matches first? Then we'll discuss them. Um, so, Dirty Dom with Rhea Ripley versus Wesley. This should be good. <laughs> yeah, it should, I mean, the Wesley, I'm, I mean, he's again, he's actually another really underrated wrestler. Of, if we're going to do, like, top underrated wrestlers of this calendar year, Wesley's certainly up there. Um, he's had some blinded matches in NXT. Um, I was a bit... I was I've really liked for the years as well. I just... Um, a big fan of him when he was in Impact and part of the Rascals and... So. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, I think with what's been impressive about Wesley as well is the fact that, yeah, he did go from this tag team wrestler, a team that you probably never thought you would see out anything apart from being a tag team, certainly. And, but he's managed to really come out of his own. He is a, he, yeah, he's, he's proven that he can certainly go alone. He's proven some world-class matches. And for me, actually, I'm a little bit, not annoyed, but I, I'm sort of don't, so I don't want not to devalue the championship, but I, I kind of, as he held the belt for quite a while, mm-hmm. I kind of want to see him go to that next level. And, um, Leave us and then we, he did, he did wrestle Dragonoff, I believe, mm-hmm. on an NXT episode, but I was sort of hoping that Wesley, because I don't know if you saw on SmackDown this week, in fact, that's another thing I forgot to say at the start of the show, mm-hmm. uh, they've got that, um, tournament for the number one contender to face Logan Paul, which will presumably be at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, there's on that eight-man tournament, and said they've announced seven competitors that are on SmackDown, and one NXT wrestler will be allowed to enter. Ooh. So I'd actually happily have that as Wesley, and then have Wesley versus um, Logan Paul at the Rumble. Definitely. <laughs> uh, so I think, yeah. In that, with that being said, then I'd go for Dom to win. Um, yeah, as much I, I wouldn't be against Wesley winning. I just think he's held the belt before. He's held it for a while. I think he just deserves to go up to some sort of next level. Again, that's not to put a downer on the NXT North American Championship at all. And I think as well, Dom is doing great stuff with the belt. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll, I'll go for Dirty Dom to win. But I'm, I'm not against Wesley winning in the slightest. I'm the same. I think Dominic's going to win. If Wesley isn't going to go for the the, uh, the NXT title anytime soon, I think moving him up to SmackDown would be a great thing. Uh, Dragonoff versus Baron Corbin for the NXT Championship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, we kind of already seen. It makes logical sense, I guess. For for it made sense for Baron Corbin probably to be the next uh, contender. And Corbin's work in NXT has been pretty good. 
to be honest, um, it's probably, it could, I mean, if we're going to be brutally honest, it couldn't have got a lot worse. Some of the stuff that was <laughs> that was going on on the main roster with Baron Corbin, he 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 was screened. He needed an NXT return, and to go back to some sort of um, not even a gimmick as such. Well, I think that's kind of his character. He's he's not a, he hasn't got a gimmick anymore. He's just strictly wants to be a badass, really. But effectively, um, yeah. But Dragonoff should win. I think. Yeah, but Dragonoff's run, I think, should go on for a while. Um, he's so good such a good rest. I think there's definitely a future main event player on the main roster for sure in Dragunov um, but for now enjoy the ride with him as NXT champion and um, yeah Dragunov for me to win this definitely so yeah and if, if we're, if, and we're when, it, underrated match of the year by the way Dragunov versus um, Dijak ooh I have to look at that I remember that one uh, oh, it was at one of the takeout. Oh, well, they're not called that anymore. One of the NXT <laughs> premium live events. Um. Cool. I'll, I'll look that up. And then we've got the Iron Survivor Challenge for number one contendership for the NXT Championship. So we've got Dijak, Trick Williams, Josh Briggs, uh, Ron Breaker, and the, one of the four we discussed before. So. It's a real tough one to call. Um, I think... I suspect uh, Mello will be the one that goes in just because I don't think you keep Mello off a off a off an oh, yeah. yeah. So I think Mello wins. Obviously, I think there'll be and then further like t- towards this Mello and Trick Williams storyline that's going on. Um, I think there'll be a further sort of something will happen in the match that will nod to that. In terms of who wins it, I would love for the reasons I just mentioned. I'd love to see Dijak win. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really. <laughs> Again, another underrated wrestler this calendar year. Um, and I think, yeah, he's been, some of his matches have been great. Um, and yeah, for such, I, I, I think the Dijak, I'd, I think he needs, the, he, I don't think he's ever had a shot at the NXT Championship. So I think, yeah, he wins. Then you can go, you can redo him versus Dragunov again at the next NXT premium event, which is usually Vengeance Day, I think it is, in February. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll go for Dijak against them. Um, um, yeah, dragging off. So yeah, Dijak to be the Iron Survivor. Yeah, I'll go Dijak. Or I reckon, I'll, I'll surprise Carmelo Hayes lost to Josh, Josh Briggs. But <laughs> <laughs> when they, they, they announce that match, oh, this is an easy match for <laughs> Carmelo Hayes to win. <laughs> yeah, I think that, I didn't actually see that week of NXT, but I, I, I want to say there was some shenanigans. There was some shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, Carmelo Hayes or Dijak. I think. It's, uh, yeah. I can see Bob Breaker going up to the main roster soon as well. I think he's ready. Yeah. Okay, in the women's... So, did I say that... So, that it's a... Just for the listeners who don't know what the challenge is, it's basically a an Iron Man match, but there's five people in it. <laughs> so, so, it's, it's whoever gets the most pins in half an hour. So, so And then, for the women's, we've got um, Tiffany Stratton, Lash Legend, Blair Davenport, and Kalani Jordan, and then one for four we mentioned before. Uh, like I'd like Roxanne Perez to be the fourth or the fifth one. I think I like I like her. So. Yeah, I I I, actually, I think from what from NXT, I think it'll be. I actually think Perez and Keanu James will have a match at the pay per view itself because uh, I know they've been having a bit of a few. They had a parking lot brawl last week after the show was kind of going off the air. Um, oh. So I, I think it'll be Thea Hale's obviously yeah. in the. Um, yeah, is, is a match recently, hasn't she? So. And, and in the chase shoe stuff, so I think it'll be Fallon Henley. Uh, that, that would be my guess, anyway. Uh, so, in, in terms of who wins the whole, um, 
yeah, in terms of who wins the whole uh, tournament. Um, I mean, Killani Jordan was in the breakout tournament, so unless they want to mm. uh, push her into the main event scene, but I, I would go for Blair Davenport. I think should win would uh, would be my choice for the Iron Survivor. I think, um, yeah, I just think she she's had some great stuff going on in NXT this year. She probably does need a, a title title run. The fact that, um, well, pr- providing there's no women's title defence, obviously, currently at the moment, um, uh, Lyra Valkyria is the current champion. Mm-hmm. I think, I think yeah, her versus Blair Davenport could have a bit of chemistry as well there. So, yeah, Blair Good Davenport for me, for, me, for me would be the uh, to get the win. <laughs> That's clean sweeping. We on Edison. <laughs> I think Blair <laughs> as well. <laughs> Yeah, it should be a very good show. Yeah. yeah. I, um, before we go, um, tickets on sale for um, the Wrestle Island Temple Order 66 show, where hopefully me and Joel will be making our wrestling debuts. So they're £5 each or £10 for the VIP ticket. Um, I will put ticket information below. But yeah, it's like 10 days. <laughs> it's, it's, it's exciting. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so we had we had fun on tra- train on Sunday, so then, yeah, can't wait. <laughs> yeah, face paint on. Yeah, class, mate. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so join us next week for our review of Deadline and anything else before we go? Nick? Um, no, I think all good for me. All good for me. Cool. Right, so follow us on, if you enjoy the show, please follow us on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling. Same on Facebook, BBG Wrestling. And same on Instagram, BBG Wrestling. Good night. Good night.